When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Silent Podcast, where we're anything but silent. My name is Sabrina, and I'm your host for the Truth Booth Podcast, where we talk everything Are You The One. With me is my co-host, Isaiah. How's it going? What's going on, Dr. Sabrina? I'm feeling I'm feeling like I might be the one today, um, because <laughs> you know we got some good outcomes in uh, the potential, the last episode that we're going to talk about. So, yes. you know, I'm really excited. I am stoked to talk about that episode. And we're doing a double header today because last week I had strep throat. So I was not going to be talking about anything. So here we are trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a good one. Um, you know, I first of all, I'm so glad that your strep throat is done. I got it last year and I don't wish out on anybody. I had to get antibiotics to get yep. that out of my system. So same and Ugh. the worst. So we're all good though. We're back to good health and we're ready talk about these episodes episode seven it's all right but like episode eight is where really where it's at so i'm excited to talk about that one all right let's get it on sweet okay so first off episode seven which technically in the show was week six because the premiere episode only had one match of ceremony so or between the two episodes um so episode seven it is called it takes one to know one and we start off with Roz being dealt with everybody's shit which I don't blame her at all because people are picking the same people in the match of ceremonies. They only got three beams and she's fed up. I get it. Um, but then we have Ollie telling her that she's being aggressive and completely going off the rails. And I was mad for Roz because that's ridiculous. And she literally had totally like what she was saying was valid. Like, that everybody needs to like mix things up and like try something new and not sit with the same people. And I feel like Ollie like going off on her was like a little much. How do you feel about that? Yeah, no, that it definitely pissed me off when I first saw it. Uh, because I don't know. I felt like, like God, you know, I'm not watching big brother, so I'm trying to avoid uh, the personal attack. But right. no, it felt like, I, I mean, obviously I don't think he's racist or anything. I think that was just a very ignorant comment he made, but yeah. like calling her aggressive was, was not it. You can see the whole cast were like, literally everybody was like, Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, like like ah, uh, like you, you shouldn't have done that, bro. Um, now I was really I was fed up with Ollie here. Uh, but I mean, looking at how some of the cast talks about it on Twitter, like I don't know if uh, there's true forgiveness there, but like I, I just hope that he looks at that situation and learns from it because I don't think we really get a good resolution for all sides. Like, I mean, I'm jumping ahead but i mean obviously he apologized about it but i don't think roz really accepts it so i mean you know it just kind of left like a sour taste but i I wish he didn't do that yeah i agree the word choice was poor and like i'm glad he like apologized but you're right like there wasn't really like a full like conclusion to it so yeah all you can hope is that he learns from it and realizes that there's you know 
people's feelings are important and he needs to choose his words better. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like most of the first part of the episode was revolving around that revolving around the two of them trying to come to a conclusion of everything and understanding what happened and why. Um, and then we get to the point where it's challenge time and there's no challenge. <laughs> Because, Shocker. Yeah, like, are you kidding? Like, literally we have shitty challenges and then no challenges. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I understand it's hot as balls outside, but, like, maybe shoot the season where it's not hot as balls outside so we can get, like, good challenges. Like, I'm so tired of not having a good challenge. I, I That part, like, really sucks. So, no challenge at all. And they decide to bring back Julia, Ruth, and Brendan because they're the best part of the season. <laughs> and I love how they know that already before the season has even aired they're like oh we need something good to like fill up this space so let's bring these two back which never happens yeah it's uh not you know the like this cast desperately needed a shove in the right direction um because they were so down bad and i I, as you said the the season's kind of getting carried from the drama because the challenges aren't really given what need to be gave right uh so if they didn't come, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think the show possibly would have went downhill. It's it's crazy how much Julia and Brendan, Brandon, Brendan, whatever, uh, are carrying the show, honestly. Yes. As well. Like, they have such good energy, the both of them. Like, not just together, but, like, separately. And so, like, it's it was nice to see them come back again. Because I, I really wanted that. And we were hoping for that. So, to see them come back was nice. And the quote-unquote, not even challenge, whatever it was, Julie Ruth and Brendan had to a give everybody advice for finding their perfect match and B choose a couple to go into the truth booth. So they had the full decision, which that kind of like smells like production help here. Like, I feel like they must have told Julie Ruth and Brendan kind of like what directions people are going in to like get this info because there's no way that they just knew who to shoot like i don't know like they're, they're they're not in the house so how are they seeing newer connections being formed like how do they know and i don't think an afternoon of talking to everybody is going to get them like any closer to that so in my I mean, opinion they got you also got them. you also got to take in consideration i mean they they did live in the house for a very long time they've only been out for at this point like what one round i don't know how many days that is but like it's probably like a day or two maybe so oh i guess so I guess, like, maybe it's still fresh, but, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I still think production helped, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Because in the end, they choose Brooke and Ollie, which that connection wasn't really talked about a whole lot up until now. I mean, I think there was, like, maybe, like, kind of little bits and pieces here and there, but it wasn't, like, a big storyline. So to see them get chosen and come to find out they are a perfect match which is great for the group but again seems a little suspect to me but very sus <laughs> but Brooke and Ollie confirm perfect match awesome we get another match another beam the only problem is last time there was only three beams and now you know that those two of those matches were sitting together are now found out so it's like there's only literally one out of the last ceremony that could be a perfect match besides Brooke, Ollie, Julie Roth and Brendan um, so I think that makes it a little bit harder on these people because for some reason, whenever they get a blackout or only like one new beam, for some reason, they don't go with, oh, you're probably not my match. They go with, oh, we are that one beam and everybody like stays together. Yeah, it's uh, I think that it's basically 
making people realize that like oh maybe these these couples that we kind of been championing aren't really uh the perfect matches we really thought they are i think we're going to start seeing some people opening their eyes right a little bit um in future events but yeah no i i think um this desperately needed to happen i i, I personally I mean, obviously, they made a right decision because we needed this to happen, and also Leo probably wouldn't have backed off if this didn't happen. But um, me myself, I was screaming like, "Put uh, either Kel and Anissa, mm-hmm. put Jordan or Ed, yes, uh, put Hamudi or Minta." Put there's a lot of people, but I mean, they took a shot. I, I thought this was a long shot, but it was a correct shot. So good for yeah. them. Yeah. So like, good. Yeah, good for them. Like, I'm happy they figured it out at least on that end. And hopefully it can help them in these next matchups because we're running out of time here. Like, this is technically yeah. week six. So, like, after- when are we going to confirm Anissa and Nikel, bro? For like, real, though. Like, like I'm what tired the fuck? of it. Like, why is this taking so damn long? Because they've sat together just about every match. Like, there's only been, like, one or two where they didn't sit together. And there's a blackout at one point. So, mm-hmm. it's and they have, a, like, a decent connection. And they clearly don't have any drama because they're not being shown in these episodes. So, <laughs> clearly something's going right between the two of them. <laughs> at this point <laughs> so we get to mattress ceremony and they decide to really switch things up and a lot of these couples are very different um compared to the last couple of ceremonies and which i'm glad they made the effort at least to try and make like totally new matchups just to see like mathematically if anything would change um so we get these matchups for this week six are akel and Mindja. obviously brendan and julia ruth confirmed um, Clay and Taylor, Ed and Dew, or Eduardo and Dew, Hamudi and Roz, Leo and Jordan, Mikey and Cece, Nathan and Courtney, Ollie and Brooke confirm match, Sam and Anissa, and Will and Danielle. And there's only three beams out of all of that. Two of them are already those perfect matches. So again, there's only one of those couples that are a perfect match. And I feel like, honestly, whenever they started announcing, like, who was picking who, I was like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. Because, like, all of these people <laughs> do not match at all, at least in my eyes, from what we've been shown from this footage. So I was really nervous they were going to get a blackout. Look, so so this was like a classic Are You The One moment, right? Where mm-hmm. we've seen this a lot in the MTV version. There's usually, once we get down to the wire and things aren't really working... Uh, it's usually someone spearheading the guys or someone spearheading the girls. It seemed like this was a girl collective effort yeah. to change it up um, right. and use strategy instead of following heart. And sometimes it works out, you know, but this was a disaster. Uh, like <laughs> they need to never do this again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like it was so bad. Now, now granted what this does is it shows a lot of people who aren't matches and they true high key kind of like, confirms that like all right not to talk to this person no more mm-hmm. but nah that was that was a very risky play i thought they were gonna black out yeah the only like matches i could see like maybe being the ones are like nathan and courtney maybe maybe and that's really it like <laughs> none of these other matches like make sense to me so you're right, though. It's good that they kind of figured out, okay, like, at least we got the beams, they avoided the blackout, and sort of some new information about who is not their match, but obviously it doesn't help a whole, whole lot. It's just something. Um, but overall, this episode, mid, nothing really exciting. 
another mm-hmm. shitty outcome for the match. It was something. It was. It wasn't it. like uh, I'm so sorry, but I felt this way during. Uh, God, what's his name? The guy with the nose ring. Um, oh, there's two of them like that. Clayton. I felt this during the Clay episode. Yeah, same. This, this is a very Ollie driven episode. And, yes. And uh, what's the girl Brooke? Uh, uh, Brooke focused a little bit as well. Um, yeah, and I think they did it on purpose because they were a perfect match, and yeah. so I mean that's like really all they had to go off of this episode. Besides, the I will, at the beginning, but like I will say, I do like that. Are you the one this season is really giving every single person look the, a time to shine at one point or another yeah. this season? Yeah. Like obviously, we'll, we'll we'll speak of in a second, but I was confused why Sam and Dua weren't getting any screen time obviously do get some more screen time next episode yes. we find out what happens with samuel but no i think they've been very consistent and i'm looking at this cast overall the only people who haven't had a focus episode let's see is so the people jordan hasn't really got jordan anything. Roz sort of but that wasn't the the correct way so exactly I, i'm gonna Not say Roz. yeah and then I don't. I mean, has Nathan? Nathan's been a main, and he hasn't. Nathan's been an attribute, but he hasn't been a main of an episode yet. Yeah, because he, he had that first date with um, Taylor, and they went into the Truth Booth episode right. one. So that was kind of his last like bigger moment. Yeah. If if I had a hunch, the next episode, like obviously after the the one after we're talking, I think we're going to get a Jordan and Eduardo episode. Yeah, I, and I'm hoping so because, like, yeah, you're right. Those are like the definitely Jordan. She needs her time because, like, she's been kind of in and out, but like nothing like major spotlight for her. So I think that's it, like coming. we got Mikey coverage before them. That's sick. I'm over it. Like, goodbye. <laughs> like, give me, give me some Jordan, please. <laughs> All right. Okay. So episode done. Next, uh, so we have week seven, episode eight. Which is called striking out, which doesn't sound very promising <laughs> already. So we get to the challenge, which is another. I mean, it, they're all stupid, but this one is the men. Well, actually, both men and women had to put who they thought was the top three most vulnerable people of the opposite sex. What the mm. fuck, like? That's not even like a trivia thing. It's just like a it's totally subjective. Like it makes these, no damn sense. These challenge topics are so out of left field now. Like they I are don't just really know. Ass. like they suck. Like I yeah, I hate it. So we get another win from Taylor. And this wasn't even on her own accord. Like she didn't even win this for herself. Like literally the guys basically inadvertently gave her a win again. <laughs> Cause they chose her as the quote unquote most vulnerable person. Okay, and so thankfully there is the option where Taylor can either keep the date for herself or she can give it to another person, another couple. And so she chooses Hamoudi and Mindja, which she should, mm-hmm. because they're the only other, like, one of the other really strong couples. Because right now there's, like, maybe two of those at this moment, like a Kellen Anissa and Sam and Mindja, or Sam and Mindja, um, Hamoudi and Mindja at this point. So smart move by taylor giving it to this these two people to figure out their perfect match or not so they have a cute little date 
as per usual. And you can tell they like have a really strong connection, Hamudi and Mindja. Like you can tell they really like each other and I'm rooting for them. Like they seem really sweet and they definitely like each other a lot and they're cute together. So yeah, I'm liking their vibe. Um, and obviously they're going to the truth booth and spoiler alert, they are not a match. Crazy. Hmm? Yeah. I mean, I felt like one of those couples had to be a dud. Uh, unfortunately, I felt like Kamudi and Maita, I was like, I feel like they wouldn't. Um, but I did love their connection. It's been blossoming for weeks. And I've always felt like this was going to be an issue. I was just always afraid um, how they would react if it didn't work. Right? I, I yeah. felt feared that for these two and Anissa and Nikel. Um, but Nisa and Nikel haven't been as romantic as these two. These two have been very like mom dad energy. Yeah. Um, but you know they're very mature, and I really enjoy the way they handle this. Like I think that they handle this probably the best out of everyone. Leo needs to take notes. Um, <laughs> Period. Just, I'm sorry. It's like like they they. I was so. I was just very happy for them, and you know I wasn't the biggest mindset fan grew she skyrocketed up for me like i love her uh great character i think she had like a a slow incline but she's such mature leagues ahead of a lot of these other castmates um and yeah i i can see them potentially like trying out and dating outside of the show obviously we have to see if the distance can actually make it happen for real Um, yeah like that's the only unfortunate thing about it but like i love their vibe and i think that they have a, a bond that I don't really see on these dating shows that actually feels genuine. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's why I like it so much. Cause like you can really feel the difference of like between them and like the other couples that we've seen so far. And I was also nervous about how they'd react. Cause usually it goes very poorly and they either a try and stay together no matter what, AKA Leo, or they like literally just have a panic attack and they freak out, but they both understand that it's a game and they need to find the match regardless just to get the money. And they both seem like they're still interested in each other. And so, yeah, they might try and date afterwards, but I guess we'll find out once season's over if anything happened, but yeah, I like them. And I think she is so gorgeous. I just like love, I love when her hair is in a little bun. I think it looks so good on her. I'm just like obsessed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it kind of sucks they're not a match, but it's a huge amount of information for everybody else knowing that they're on a match and they can maybe think, well, maybe me and that one other person could be the match. And yeah, yeah it's great information. So at least good for them for figuring it out. So that way, because like if they didn't figure it out, they were going to sit together the rest of the show. Right. Like, there's no question. So it's good that they at least did that. And I think that is the smart strategy is putting in those couples that are so strong because even if they're not a match, again, it's great information and gives them more of a chance to actually get the right people. Also, sidebar, I think I'm, I'm very happy for Hamudi too. I feel like um, he kind of got a bad rap starting with the whole Anissa week. And uh, yeah. I was afraid if any girls were really going to be open to trying it out with him. Um, but I mean, they even played Mary fucking kill. Basically, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and, Literally. Uh, a lot of the girls like Hamudi. I'm like, yes. yes. I know. Whenever they did that, I was like, wait, hold up. Like, I didn't know that was, was a like, thing. Where's this like, energy? <laughs> like, okay. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I love those two. They're great. They are very cute. So sad that they're not a match, but they're, they're cool and it's fine. And everybody's going to move on. So then in between that, which I think this is in between that. I mean, I could be totally wrong on this like timeline here, but during this episode, we get Nathan 
coming up to Taylor, I think. I think it's Nathan coming up to Taylor. Be like, hey, do you want to like cuddle and just like hang out? Which, mind you, they are a confirmed no match from episode one. And Taylor's like all about it though. She wants to go hang out with him. But then Cece decides that she wants Nathan. So she goes into Nathan's bed and starts cuddling with Nathan, which sets Taylor off. And then Taylor just starts screaming across the villa at Cece. Um, yeah, definitely an interesting turn of events here because Cece has made her way around this cast. Mm-hmm. And then Taylor keeps getting all these no matches and no like connections. I just feel like both of them need to figure it out. First of all, can I get a round of applause to Nathan? I think Nathan has fully established himself as a player. And I respect okay, him at this point. Like, oh like... my god, because he was what Julia Ruth and Taylor and Cece and who else was it? Courtney. Yeah. Like, yeah, like listen, like... I respect the grind at this point. I listen, I at first I thought Nathan was a fuckboy, right? Yeah. But the deeper I'm getting in the show, it's like He's playing the game. Like, like the, the it's called are you the one you gotta find it's not like he's having sex with all these girls, you know what I'm saying? That's so, true. Like I, yeah, I don't think he is either. Yeah, like, like like you need to find like you could be no shade to like Leo or Will, but like obsessing over someone and not adjusting. I think Nathan's yeah. working the field and was like, eh, that's not it. This is not it, that's not it. I felt that way with Mikey for a little bit until a recent event. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's like I can't get mad. Like, like you're you're playing the game essentially, you know. So, um, I, I you know, I don't. It, it's hilarious how all this stuff happens and he gets away scot free. Totally, uh, I was gonna say like he totally like walked away from that. Like nothing was wrong. I don't got nothing to do with like, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor, uh, I, I in CC. I feel like this is a perfect example of too much to drink in a drunken moment. I think that they're both very drunk here. Yeah. Um, Taylor. I mean, look, you're feeling yourself, whatever. Who cares, right? Yeah. Cece, you can kind of kind of be in a, a block, you know, like kind of being uh, this is this. I watch a lot of Jersey Shore. This is what we call a robbery. So this is a robbery <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> so Cece needs to, to simmer down. But Taylor also, first of all, you got a lot of static for Cece. It's like you're not a match. Um, yeah. I would be mad at Nathan because we were just, you know, we just made plans and you over here kicking with something else was going on. Right. But you're, I think she's too drunk. She needs to chill out. Cece, I've been having a problem with Cece a lot lately. I don't have a problem necessarily with Cece flirting with Nathan. It's a part of the game. You got to find your match. I respect it. I just think she's annoying. And no shade. I think Cece has like a stance on trying to like find her match and complains about finding her match but then she constantly does things to either put herself in a light to kind of push that person away or she self-sabotages her situation i think the only time that she's been in a situation where it's not her fault per se it's probably brendan um but but outside of that like i've seen either a lot of self-sabotage or just like doing something that kind of like turns the other person off you know and yeah th- there's something there like obviously she has a lot of trauma there's stuff going on in her real life i right. get it you know her upbringing but you need like especially in something like that you need to slow down especially if you need to get that money based off of you know your upbringing you, simmer down chill out come yeah. on now um yeah. they, they both both in the wrong here in my opinion yeah i think so too and i feel like honestly almost every 
like conflict has had like both sides have something going on like incorrect but yeah i think it's just the nature of the show too like everybody has these problems everybody has their own issues and it just comes out in environments like this where you can just kind of like let loose and then like that also like comes out too like along right. with like just kind of like trying to be free for a minute like you're still gonna let those negative emotions are gonna come out regardless like it's just it's easy right i agree yeah okay so then we get to well we're about to get to the matchup ceremony and then cammy says that sam has left the game for personal reasons which i still don't know what that is because i looked for it and there is no information and apparently sam is not telling anybody shit so we don't know why he left (laughs) The the cast seemed genuinely confused, so yeah. <laughs> I would assume it's legit. Uh, it sucks. I, the the cast seemed to really like the guy. They didn't really have any negative things about it, so I don't think he got kicked out or anything. I just think no, no. There there must have been something really important, and you know we move. He was. I'm not going to call him a non factor because how everyone spoke about him, they seemed to think that he was a really cool guy. Um, it, it sucks that we didn't get to see that. I, I think I think it's a little awkward to kind of like just edit him out the show because yeah, that was really strange. Yeah, he's probably watching his back, pissed. Like that that probably sucks. That's why I'm I'm confused because usually if you're edited out the show to this capacity, you might have did something wrong. Right. Um. Right. But like I've seen plenty of people have to leave and they're still in the show pretty frequently. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's an editing choice because. I was I was looking to see like why he had left and I guess he did like an Instagram live and he was asked if he would ever say why and he said he would never say so I don't know if it's like maybe he's gonna have like a family emergency or yeah. maybe just he wasn't feeling anybody there and he was just like thought it was a waste of his time who freaking knows but he's left he's gone yeah but what sucks about it is that somebody gets screwed out of a perfect match like somebody gets like totally taken away from the experience of getting to know him and like maybe form a connection so i felt really bad for whoever his match is going to be because that sucks you did this whole like experience for i mean not for nothing but i mean for like the main reason you're supposed to be there yeah i don't i don't know very confusing very hard okay so then we get to the match of ceremony and first things first is cammy announces who sam's perfect match was so that we can obviously not choose the incorrect person and it happens to be Mindja. poor girl oh my god like i just i feel so bad for her because like she obviously found the guy that she wants to be with then she finds the guy that she could have been with isn't even there anymore and then she has to leave the house to go to the honeymoon suite by herself without Hamudi and like with other couples that are there having a good time and like that sucks ass like if i were to leave like put me somewhere else like don't put me in the honeymoon suite by myself like that sucks i don't know about you i'm going to the honeymoon suite <laughs> um dumb villas i'll take that i'll take that free vacation any day of the oh week my God. um i'll take the free room service that you're giving me you probably get to watch a movie if you feel like it you get your phone back listen i'm taking that uh i don't need to talk to anyone else because obviously her and hamudi are going to lock up after this yeah we cool other other than getting to miss out on the potential drama look i'm chilling so i'm <laughs> i would be her personally i would do that i think the only negative part about actually sorry the only like really positive for game wise is that her and hamudi are separated now so like hamudi kind of has a better chance to like actually focus and try and find who his match is supposed to be so that's actually not a bad thing 
Um, and then I did see a photo that Julia Ruth posted of like, her, it was like a selfie of her and Mindja in the honeymoon, like suite, which is kind of fun. So I guess they are hanging out, which that's, that's cool that they get the chance to like, at least do that. So yeah, poor Mindja on the fact that she couldn't find an actual perfect match, but that's okay. We move. Um, so again, good for them because it's another perfect match confirmed. So that's what three now so that's one step closer and this is week seven so they are limited on what they can do at this point so they need as many help or as much help as they can get so choosing for this ceremony we have a and Nisa, brendan julia ruth confirm match clay and taylor eduardo and do who, by the way, her boobs are about to pop out of that dress. We're, we're going to talk about her in a second. Oh, my Lord. Okay. And then Hamoudi and Courtney, Leo and Roz, Mikey and Cece, Nathan and Jordan, Ollie and Brooke confirmed, Sam and Mindja confirmed, and then Will and Daniel. And shockingly, they get six beams, which is insane to me. Like, that they jump from three to six with only one extra like confirm match like that's awesome like holy shit so at this point i'm like wondering who the hell these matches are though because again the only one that i'm really thinking about is a and anisa like i don't know who else is going to be a match out of this entire list so sorry i think i froze you're good uh, good uh no so like the only the only match i can see on this list that like I think is a match is a Kel and Anissa and I don't know who the other two would be. Um, see, I, this is my problem. Cause I was live texting you during this. Yeah. And I was like, I can think we're getting it somewhere between three to five new beams and we got three. Yeah. Um, and I had an, an inclination of who it could have been, but I just don't remember who <laughs> So I, I have to I, go look at it. Yeah, I don't know what you texted me to be honest, because like I want to say I didn't put the names down. I yeah, just, you like, didn't. I, yeah, I was gonna say you didn't say anything. I remember, like maybe I'm thinking potentially Hamoudi and Courtney, because I didn't Courtney, think it was them. Because no, because Courtney did mention that she like was interested in Hamoudi, like very briefly. They, they do have a good vibe. Like they're both yeah. chill. Yeah, so I could see it, but I'm not like convinced. And then, oh gosh maybe will and danielle mm, okay maybe okay but yeah other than that i'm kind of lost like i really don't know who these matches are like oh by the way we, we kind of gloss over but i do like the will and danielle vibe uh i thought that was a, a cute yeah. little date um I feel bad for whoever's Dew's partner. Like, oh I don't like Dew. I, I don't know if I said this before. I think you know well, you did. You did say it, and like I don't blame you because like I just feel I don't like her attitude with like the I don't like this and this and this and like she's just so focused on what she hates and she just can't focus on things that she likes in anybody. Now, granted, it's just for the show. Uh, I'm sure she's a fine person. Sure. Um, but, it could, I mean, standards. I, I would have standards, too. I, I completely get it. But in this, in this show, uh, you need to figure something out, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think she's actively pushing people away. I've, I've been confused why do has been, like, invisible. I, I kind of see why now. Um, I think there's a chance that do and Eduardo could be a duo. Um, okay. I, I think uh, that was a good pick. They... I can see Eduardo's calming presence and Dew's loud personality 
kind of meshing well. He seems to be the only one who kind of understands her. Okay. Um, that uh, that's also a possibility, but that's that's a long shot. But look, I I don't know at this point. You know, I I just have vibes, but um, it could be anyone. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to write down the names next time. <laughs> Please do, because I'm like, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, there's just vibes at this point, and I'm just trying to go off of like little bitty context clues. They're giving us little clips of stuff, and I'm just going off of that at this point because there is just so much up in the air, and yeah. there's literally so. Are are they doing ten or eleven matchup ceremonies? I don't know. Uh, I would assume a 10. I would assume yeah. 10. Or no, I would assume 11 since there's 11 lights. It's that's 11 what I was chances. thinking. I'm not 100% on that, but like that's what I'm assuming. But so at that point, yeah. I mean, we still got four more matchups if that's the case. And I think they need another truth boost like this coming week. If they don't, then there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Because I'm, I'm afraid that they're going to digress. The, the unfortunate thing with this group, they're not – this is the portion where you do want to implement strategy, not you just picking to. random people. Yeah. You guys have lights. Just like you guys have lights a couple weeks ago, you guys need to connect the dots and see who was sitting together that yes. time, yes. who's sitting together this time, and like, all right, which one of these do we think we're matched? Like, I'll look at that three-beam light uh, match ceremony, and I'll look at this matchup ceremony. Yep, yep. Put two yep. and two together, and you, like it's it's going to be so easy. This is what most of the cast in the MTV version did. Yes. Unfortunately, what they would do is they waited till the finale to start yes. doing smart yes. things. Do it now, now, bro. Do it now, right yeah. now. Like you're yeah. so right. Like they, they start panicking like the last two matchup ceremonies usually, and it's like okay. I mean, it worked out for most of the seasons, but there was a yeah. season where it did not work out. You don't want to be that cast who waits till the last yeah. episode to actually use your mind, bro. You literally uh, can. Like at this point, yeah. there's enough information to where they could probably figure out like a decent amount. Like they could probably get at least half, like right. figured out by now. So they need I to agree. do it. <laughs> but yeah, but good for them for like figuring out a little bit more. Like they got a good good night, and hopefully it carries them on to the next episode. We'll see what happens. And yeah. Any other thoughts about these last two episodes? No, I'm uh the the up next episode makes it look like there's some drama trickling, but I feel like it's also going to be a, a little slow. I think that we got a lot of progress, lights, and a confirmed match two episodes in a row. Uh, I feel like we're going to get a no match. I feel like we're not going to make much progress this episode. I, I'm I'm very afraid, but I feel like we're in for a dry episode, Sabrina. Oh, I don't know no, why. no. We just got Taylor fight like that they've been hyping up. Also. Oh. I do feel like we're getting a dry episode this week. Well, damn it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess we could do just across both episodes. Who is your perfect match? Ah, okay. So... Uh, but cross of both episodes is a hard one. Um, so for my first one, I want to say Danielle. I like Danielle. She's yeah. growing on me as a character. I didn't care for her that much at the beginning, but she's really grown on me. So okay. I do like Danielle a lot. Yeah. Um, and for the guy, who's been a standout guy for me? Um, you know, I'm gonna give it to <laughs> the toxic side of me wants to give it to nathan but i want to give it to eduardo i okay. feel like he was the only one to stick up for do even though she was yeah. kind of you know up front and um i did like that she, uh you know what 
so I'm going to give it to to Eduardo. I did like him sticking up for Dill. Um, and the girl, I'm actually going to split it half. So the first half, um, who did I say originally? Danielle. Danielle, because I like Danielle's personality. The other half, I'm going to give it to Ross because she she conducted herself uh, quite well in the first uh, episode we spoke about. So those two. Fair. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, overall, like, I'm going to say Hamoudi and Mindja because I like them a lot and they handled themselves very well when it came to becoming a no match. Um, but also a shout out to Ross and Danielle because they're also really trying and, like, want to win this game. So respect to that. And then I guess if I had to, if I had to pick another guy... Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, God. Because, like, who I like isn't getting, like, airtime. So it's hard for me to choose. Maybe Nathan, because it's just being messy. It's fine. <laughs> He's just literally stuck in all the drama, but, like, doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> he, he, listen, this guy, unspoken raise, finesse, whatever you want to call it, this guy has it. Uh, it's ridiculous. I, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. wild. People like I guess forgot that him and uh Julia Ruth did stuff, even though they were confirmed no match. Mm-hmm. Like Nathan, Nathan gets away with stuff. I respect it. He seems like a cool guy. He's not so mean ridiculous. or anything. So, yeah. Oh my god. And no, he's not a dick or anything, so it's fine. I mean, whatever. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is the end of episode seven and episode eight. We've got episode nine coming up next week, which is already out on Paramount Plus. Check it out. And Isaiah, where can people find you? Uh, I'm going to watch this episode right when we get off the stream. Yes. So, uh, people can find me at 8 Bangers on all social media platforms. Um, you can check me out on Silent Podcast on the numerous podcasts talking about Big Brother, Big Brother Canada, uh, Are You the One, The Mandalorian, and all of this stuff. So uh, make sure you check me out. Isaiah is booked and busy. Like, no, notice I didn't give every single inclination. I'm, I'm doing too much. So I mean, I literally, like... like I'll be on my timeline on Twitter, and it's like things for this <laughs> week only. And it's like five podcasts. I'm like, geez, Louise, like you're just like at your computer all day. <laughs> all right, so y'all can find me at Sabrizi two four nine two on all social media. Um, I am basically just doing this podcast right now host of are you the one and i'm sad that it's coming to an end soon because i'm really enjoying talking about it with isaiah how many episodes we got left at least three or four but that's i know it i know i'm so scared we're not going to get greenlit for another season like oh my god i'm like terrified oh i wanted to come back though because i love the show i will always root for the show agreed i'm I'm pushing hard for you the one i it's been too long since this season and i'm yeah. enjoying myself i know uh, i just hope to keep it up me too i agree petition to have are you the one season 10 listen to us paramount come on paramount i subscribe to you <laughs> subscribe to me and this podcast and silent <laughs> podcast anyways okay all right any final thoughts or anything else you want to say nope here here's to another good episode yes sir okay and we are out talk to y'all later bye Bye. saving money on exterior wall lights now at menards find your style with patriot lighting exterior lights enhance the look of your home choose from over 50 options from patriot lighting now through may 19th get ten dollars instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of 100 dollars or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on menards.com Save-